How many of you have a skincare regimen? If you don't, I want to encourage you to invest in one. And there's so many products out there. It can be really hard to know which product is right for you. I want to encourage you to go to theskinspot.com. We are partnering with the skin spot and I'm offering you 20% off of everything at the skin spot using the code BE20. That's BE20 and save 20%. You can get skin medica products, skin suticals, revision skincare, L to MD, Clarisonic. If you don't know what you should have, well, just ask for a free virtual skincare consultation. How cool is that? And Dr. Nazarian and her team will cue you up and they will tell you exactly what you need. So go over to theskinspot.com, use the code BE20 to save 20% on all your purchases and really invest in yourself. Hey there, I'm Sasha. I'm a doctor, I'm a mom, and I'm a founder. I believe that women are overwhelmed and exhausted. So I founded a company called Brave Enough. Brave Enough helps thousands of women find clarity, set boundaries, and gain control of their lives. So welcome, sit back, and let's get into the good stuff. In season two, episode 48, Sasha recaps the Brave Enough Elevate Summit and discusses why women need each other to survive. Now here's your host, Dr. Sasha Shulkut. Welcome to the Brave Enough Show. It's your host, Dr. Sasha Shulkut. So one of the most fun things that I have done in the last five to six years has also been one of the most life-saving things for me, and that is building communities. And I have found in my own life as an entrepreneur, as a physician, as a mother, as a leader, that I need other women. I really need other women to thrive. And so I have created something new. It's called The Table. It is a membership group, not associated with social media, that is an amazing community of women. And we are coming together with all professions, all walks of life, and we are growing. We are encouraging one another. We're tackling weekly topics that are meaningful to women. And I want to invite you to the table where you belong. So go to my website, click on Brave Enough Communities and click on the table. You can sign up. You can check it out for a couple weeks and see if you like it. We would love to have you at the table where you belong. So on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the most incredible weekend that we just had at the Brave Enough Elevate Summit. And I'm going to be sharing with you really some high yield lessons that I personally learned through the summit and hopefully encouraging you after this episode to reach out, encouraging you to develop your own community, or join one of mine, encouraging you to stop in the hallway and ask that woman how she's doing, encouraging you to email the mom of one of your kids that you've always wanted to get to know and ask her to have coffee, encourage you to reach out to your friends from college or medical school or law school or business school or college and say, Hey, let's connect over a zoom hour, encouraging you to be brave enough to make connections with other women. Because when you do, you will go from surviving to thriving. And I truly, truly believe this. So on today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down some common myths and replacing them with some truth. I don't know if you participated in the Brave Enough Elevate Summit, but let me just say that the first thing I want to say is that goodness can always come from something bad. If we embrace a different mindset, we can we can literally go from something catastrophic to something wonderful. So when the pandemic hit, I was devastated for so many reasons. Number one, it was the week of my book launch. (laughs) So I had spent 
years trying to publish a book and and writing a book and and bringing it to my readers and my audiences and my friends and my family and my communities and then covid hit and the first thing the first major disappointment was really my book launch i was pretty devastated um I pivoted in many ways and and went on a a million podcasts and tried to really reach out to different audiences to get them interested in the book Between Grit and Grace. But it was a major disappointment. But I kept thinking, okay, well, you know what? We're going to recover. We're going to have the Brave Enough Conference this September 2020 in Scottsdale and, and it'll be okay. And then as the, you know, reality started to unfold, it, it was very clear to me that I would have to postpone the 2020 in-person conference. And I'm just going to be really transparent. I was I went through all the emotions. I was so grieved because that conference to me is one of the most important events every year of my life. And I believe in the community of women. I believe in women coming together. I believe that women need to come and spend time on themselves, away from their families, their jobs, their spouses, their coworkers, their kids, their parents, everybody that needs something from them and really invest in themselves. And that's what the Brave Enough Conference is. And, and every year I see women coming together and not just healing themselves, but also healing other women through healing themselves. And it's such an amazing experience. It's so empowering. Women leave and they get promotions. Women leave and they leave toxic relationships. Women leave that conference and I get emails for literally months saying, you know, I used the information in this lecture and I got a pay raise. I used the information in this lecture and I started speaking up against discrimination. I used the information in this lecture and I got published in a promotion. I used the information in this lecture and I overcame significant anxiety and burnout and all these things that women grow. And to think that I was not going to be able to do that, it it just leveled me. And I spent about a month in such a deep state of despair, that it was so hard for me to put on a good face. And several friends said, you know, why don't you do something online? Why don't you do a virtual summit? And I thought, I don't want to do that. (laughs) I do not want to do that. Like I put my heels in and I was just, you know, that little voice that you know what you should do, but you don't want to do it. That was so loud. And I was angry. I was so angry that because of the pandemic, this, this amazing event was taken, not just, not for me, but for so many women, I was just like so angry. And then I finally started realizing, okay, you, you can be angry, (laughs) but now you got to suck it up and change your mindset. And it was probably in 2020, one of the biggest difficulties for me. It was the book, the loss of the book launch and all the events I had planned, um, and the brave enough conference. And I just had to just, I just had to take a moment. And, and I want you to know that like, it's okay to take a moment when you are in despair, when something has been taken from you, please grieve. You know, it's really important that we go through the grieving process. Reason is because If I hadn't grieved the loss of that, I would have not thought of how important it was to offer something to women. Because with every day that I grieved the loss, I thought, how am I going to replace it? How can I offer something to women? 
women are so overwhelmed and undervalued and exhausted right now in 2020. What can I offer? So it took me a while, but honestly, through the grieving process, it was, it was really beneficial because I just started making a list of like what I wanted to offer women, what women needed, what I would do or what I would say, what I needed if I was sitting in the audience on the other side of a computer. And I set very basic goals for the, the brave enough elevate summit. And I, you know, I saw everybody doing virtual things and, and virtual conferences and I watched and I learned a lot from other successful people, but I just kept coming back to my own priorities and my own goals. And I have them written in a, in a little notebook here I'm reading that I wrote months ago. And the first one was I wanted women to set aside time for themselves because if anything else, even if the content was a fail (laughs) or C work, the fact that women would be sitting in a quiet place with their computer or their iPad or their phone and spending a little moment on self-reflection, that was going to be my goal. So the first goal was just to get women to spend time with themselves. The second goal was to bring women together to make women not feel so lonely and to go, Oh, you're struggling with that. You're struggling with how to work from home and like actually take a break and take a moment and not go like not go from telehealth to laundry to kids making a kids a meal and then going back to the computer. And then like, there's no boundaries. Like I wanted women to feel not so isolated in their struggle. And the third thing was I wanted to give women real amazing content from authentic women who are going through similar struggles during the pandemic. And so I was like, I got to get great speakers. So I set these very three minor goals for myself um, that were actually very, you know, if you looked at it, you would probably be like, well, those aren't like any, that's not like rocket science, but it honestly drove every decision I made. And it really helped me. And I think this is probably, to be honest with you, one of the ways that I'm very successful in projects and doing different things in my life is I have learned to set clear objective aims and goals. And part of this is because I grew up in medicine, learning how to do research and I learned how to do research in medical school. And I remember my, one of my mentors in medical school who was a cardiologist and he told me, Every study should have three simple goals. If you cannot recite them, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what the research is doing. And you should be able to regurgitate them to anyone that asks you what you're studying. And that has stuck with me in mostly everything in my life, whether I'm like redesigning one of my bed, my rooms in my home and I go, what's the goal? What, what are my goals for this room? Whether that's um, disciplining a child, I'll be think, okay, what do I need to teach this child? What are my three goals? Whether that's keeping my life kind of in check, like, okay, uh, I'm feeling guilty for not going to the gym. Well, what's my real goal going to the gym? It's actually to feel healthy. So the guilt for not going is really not helping my mindset to be healthy. So I need to flip this. And instead of getting upset with myself for not exercising four days this week, I'm going to celebrate that I exercise three and next week I'm going to make it my goal to exercise four, right? So these are the things that I, this is an internal thing that I do. So that was my goal for the summit. And you, y'all, it was phenomenal. Um, it was blew my mind and I want to share with you some lessons that I learned. So the first thing that I learned was 660 women signed up. Okay. Uh, we had so much immense joy 
and energy across computer screens. <laughs> like women showed up and you know what that tells me? Women show up for each other and for themselves when we take the time to do so. When we actually set boundaries and go, I'm doing this, it works. So for example, there were women that I encouraged, I encouraged everybody to set time aside for themselves over the weekend. Um, The great thing was it was on demand, so you could watch it if you couldn't, but so many women listened and set boundaries and they got so much out of it. So there were women that went to hotel rooms for the weekend. There were women that rented Airbnbs, that cabins in the woods and escaped for one or two nights. There were women that set up areas in their house with signs on their doors that said, don't disturb mom. (laughs) There were women that met up in different cities with other, a couple other women socially distanced and had an amazing weekend getting online on their computers, participating in the virtual. I mean, I saw women at the pool watching and being there were there, you know, part of the weekend, there were women, there was one woman in her kayak. She had her iPad in her kayak and she was participating and listening and also kayaking in nature. Like it, it blew my mind how innovative and creative women were and the boundaries that women were able to put around their time when they made it a priority. And guess what? Nobody died. Nobody died because 660 women took time for themselves. No families fell apart. No, nothing bad happened. Do you see? When we set boundaries, it's okay. Everybody adjusts. We just don't set boundaries enough. So that is the first lesson that I learned is that when we set boundaries, women show up for themselves. And, and the second thing is when women show up for themselves, they're able to show up for each other. So I saw this the whole weekend, the chat box in our live QAs were so lit. Like I couldn't even keep up with them. I was like, oh my gosh. And thankfully we had amazing panelists who, if I was speaking and the chats were on fire, the panelists would just jump in and answer the chats. But more than anything, women showed up for each other. So they not only showed up for themselves, they showed up for one another and women that didn't know each other were encouraging each other, giving each other work tips, negotiation tips, um, how to get out of painful, toxic environments, how to improve your self-confidence and self-talk, how to negotiate. It was phenomenal. And there was so much peer learning and peer sharing going on on the Zoom chats that it was, it was like, it blew my mind. Okay. So this is a lesson for us. If you show up for yourself, you can show up for others but it starts with you. So I want you to think of yourself as this person who energy and love and and, and goodness flows out of. But if you're empty, nothing can flow out of you, right? If your tank's empty, you can't go to your neighbor and and ask for a cup of sugar. If your neighbor has no sugar, they're not going to be able to give it. Doesn't matter how wonderful that person is, your neighbor is, or how accommodating they've always been. If they don't have what you need, they can't give it to you right? So this is a very simple concept. We don't understand. We think if we pour into everybody else, we're doing, we're, we're playing the martyr and we're like an amazing friend. We're an amazing mother, an amazing work coworker. Actually, that's not true because you're going to run out and you can, you have nothing to give your kids, nothing to give your coworkers, nothing to give your friends and your spouse and your family. It starts from within. And the more we pour into ourselves and take times away for ourselves, like the elevate summit, 
and spend time alone with ourselves and in the community of other women, the more we can give and show up for others. And I know I preach about this on every podcast, but it's the reason I do is because no one's doing it. <laughs> like if we all, we know the statistics, we are exhausted, we are burned out and we play into this like, oh, they're, they're a really good one. She's a really successful woman. She's a really successful mom. She does everything. That is a lie. The most successful people take time for themselves to fill their own spirit, to make sure their cup is filled. They don't play the martyr. They don't run on their ego. See, it's very egocentric to think that everyone else needs you, but you don't need you. That's actually, you think you're being a service-minded person, but you're all actually fulfilling your ego because your ego is telling you that only you can do this. Only you can show up for this person. Only you can make the sandwiches for your kids. Only you can do the laundry the way they like it. Only you can make this or that or whatever, write this paper. That is your ego speaking and your ego will empty you. Your ego will empty you. When we show up for ourselves, we have enough to show up for others. I say this because it's really true. I mean, there's no, you know, we'd like to think there's some secret. Everybody always wants to know, how do you get everything done? Sasha, how do you do this? How do you do that? It's really not, there's no secret. It's my success is directly related to how much time I pour into my own well-being. You may think it's opposite, but it's really not. I'm not a very nice person to be around. I'm not a very motivating person to be around. I'm not a very positive person to be around when I'm burned out. And I know this about myself and it's a, it's something I have to constantly work on because I'm driven. I'm a very driven person. And if I let my ego drive my actions, then I think I have to be everything for everyone because no one else can be there but me. And I burn out and then I actually end up hurting the people I love and hurting the the communities I built. So it's directly tied to my ability to go, okay, let's have some humility. And my humility is I got to really check in with my wellness on a daily basis. I'm not a super woman. <laughs> I got to take time for myself. And so that's the key here. And that's what the summit really showed me, right? The other thing is, and the last thing I want to leave you with is no one heals alone. You may think you do, but you do not. You do not heal alone. No one does. There is no person out there who heals and has been successful alone. You're just not. You don't make big wins in your life by yourself. Um, you, 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 even if you have some great success in your life, I guarantee you, you won't enjoy it if you're totally by yourself, which means you need a community. I mean, that's what the Brave Enough Summit taught us. That's what every conference teaches me. We need a community. I always have women leave with an accountability partner. And it's amazing the friendships that form. Women have met and take trips together. They take annual trips together. They formed super close relationships and friendships. And I love seeing that because it tells me that these women are going to be okay. When life comes and it hits them, they're going to be okay. When they get fired, they're going to be okay. When they face discrimination, they're going to be okay. When they get cancer, they're going to be okay. Because you know why? They have a community of women. Women understand women and we need each other. And right now we're isolated. We're in our own rooms, in our own areas, and we're comparing ourselves on social media feeds. And it's a bunch of Yes. We need one another. We need to come together. We need to be vulnerable. And in order to do that, we have to really extend a hand of grace. So I want to encourage you 
to join one of my communities if you're lonely. If you're listening and you're like, I don't have that tribe, join mine. I have several and you can join them. Join the table. It's amazing. Join one of my Facebook groups. Come to the Brave Enough Conference. Come join my masterclass. I have part of the healing that happens and the refocus and the priorities and the leadership that comes out of this and all the wonderful things that come out of the work that I do isn't because I'm giving you some amazing master curriculum plan. It's because you're getting joining a peer community with other women that I just happen to be like, cult, you know, nurturing and cultivating and leading. But it's the community that heals and it's community and friendship with women that heals you. I promise you, if you are a woman listening and you're like, I don't know, I've experienced a lot of mean girls. I get that. So have I. So have I. And guess what? I've been a mean girl at times, right? We all have. So I want to encourage you to really embrace community and whether that's in your church or your workplace or your neighborhood, find one friend during the pandemic, reach out, find a woman, reach it back into your history and go into your college friends. Just reach out and connect because you know what? She's probably lonely. She's probably has the same struggles and challenges and you can empower and encourage one another during this time. So the Brave Enough Elevate Summit was incredible. It was incredible. We had the the most amazing, diverse speakers. We had people that were in the fashion industry. We had people that are authors. We had women that are super successful in medicine. We had researchers. We had CEOs. We had everybody. But do you know what was amazing? We all had community. We all related. There was not one woman that spoke that none of us could relate to. And nobody made anyone feel less than It was incredible. And I'm not just saying this because I put it on. I wish I could read to you the the hundreds of feedback and the emails and the comments and the DMs I've gotten. It, It really spoke to women. So I want to encourage you, join us in 2021 in some way. And I want to encourage you more than anything to reach out to another woman today. And as always, live brave. This episode of The Brave Enough Show was sponsored by TheSkinSpot.com. Visit TheSkinSpot.com, enter code BE20 for 20% off your purchase. This has been an HSG production.